Good day to you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. I am very happy to be with you here once again at St. Mark Bemidji's podcast. I'd like to personally thank Pastor Allard for his contributions to the podcast through his devotions that he so generously donated. As we move towards the end of Lent, we will resume our daily prayer series. I have a short gap in content between what I have planned after Easter and Pastor Allard's devotions. So this week, we will replay the Holy Week meditations from the daily prayer epistle series that I ran in 2020. The nice part about studying God's Word is that even when you've heard it before, He always has more to teach us from the same verses. It's one of the really cool things about God not fitting inside of any one person or even the entire consciousness of man. I know I got more out of listening to it this time than I did on the last swing around. This is Holy Week. If you really want to know what true Christian faith is, come to church during Holy Week. We are at the climax of our yearly journey to the cross, the final sacrifice. Come and see who Jesus truly is. Come learn from him. Come see the painful weight of your sin and come rejoice in the victory that we could never win. Holy Week and the time before and after give us an emotional roller coaster that teach us about the fullness of God's love. So now, let us listen and ponder the word of the Lord. The text for this week in Lent is recorded in Hebrews chapter 9, verses 11 to 15. When Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things to come, he entered through the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands, that is to say, not of this creation, and not through the blood of goats and calves, but through his own blood. He entered the holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. So far the reading. In the name of Jesus, amen. Christians understand here that God counts our faith as righteousness. Indeed, God's word says that your sins are forgiven, and they are. God's word says that you have eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord, and you do, really and truly, have it. God's word says that his kingdom is yours forever, and it is, and remains so forever. God's word says that you have peace with him through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so it stands. God's word says that as Christ Jesus arose out of death, so we too shall rise on the last day. God's word says that you have his Holy Spirit. You are not lacking in any spiritual gift, that no suffering or trial or adversity, not sickness, not even death itself, can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus, that no one can pluck you out of his hand. And that is exactly how it is. God's word says that your life in him is righteous in his sight, in the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, that cleanses you from all your sins. Jesus says to you, truly, I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. All these and more are not just temporary, like the Old Testament sacrifices were temporary until Jesus would come and himself make the only sacrifice with the only blood that is worth anything, his own holy precious blood, along with his innocent suffering and death for us, so that we might be his own, live under him in his kingdom, and serve him in righteousness and purity forever. These are all real and secure for us in Christ Jesus. 
We aren't looking forward to them. We aren't living our lives now or trying to live them as if our forgiveness and eternal life depended upon our works and lives. Christ Jesus has accomplished forgiveness, life, and salvation for the world, for you, already, through his death and resurrection for you. But these and all that Christ has earned for us, we hold by faith, by believing God's word to us. The blessings, the treasures, remain hidden until they are revealed at the last day. St. Paul would write that we have this treasure in jars of clay, our bodies, to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. To him be glory forever. Amen. The Old Testament high priest took the blood of bulls, the sin offering for the people into the tabernacle or the tent, not his own blood, not buckets full of blood samples from all the people of Israel and the proselytes. He took the blood of an animal. An animal for a person? God said in his word, the soul that sins shall die. God didn't say that the soul that sins shall be atoned for by a bull's blood, and now all is well. What the high priest did was follow the ritual God gave him, and it wasn't he, the high priest, or the blood of the bull that did anything. On the Day of Atonement, he, the high priest, would enter behind the curtain into the Holy of Holies, the type, the creation of the heavenly Holy of Holies, where God dwells eternally in all his glory and splendor, the unseen of the matter, and the high priest sprinkled the blood everywhere as God had told him to do, especially upon the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant. But it was never enough. He had to repeat it year after year after year after year after year. It was never enough. When Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come, then, through the greater and more perfect tent not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, he entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by means of his own blood thus securing the eternal redemption. The hymn writer said it well, but Christ the heavenly Lamb takes all our sins away, a sacrifice of nobler name and richer blood than they. His sacrifice in his own blood for you, for all. His sacrifice was of eternal worth, one and done, heaven and all God's riches for you, through faith in God's word concerning this. All your sins are in him forgiven. In his resurrection for you, you know your faith is not in vain. Repent your sins, for unlike the Old Testament sacrifices, this is sure. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. In the name of Jesus, Amen. That's all there is for today, but we are so happy you took a few moments out of your busy day to listen to God's Word with us. Please consider subscribing to our podcast to hear more devotions like this, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and to hear our Sunday sermons as well. As this week is Holy Week, we especially invite you to come out and join us at 8 and 10.30 a.m. this Sunday for Palm Sunday, Thursday, April 14th at 6.30 p.m. for Monday Thursday, 
and Friday the 15th for Good Friday at 6.30 p.m. Easter Sunday services are at 7 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. with a special breakfast in between. I hope to see you there. May God richly continue to bless the rest of your day.